This podcast of the Model Health Show is presented to you by Sean Stevenson with Rare Gym Productions. For more information, visit theshawnstevensonmodel.com. Welcome to the Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson here with my amazing, beautiful co-host and producer, Jade Harrell. What's up, Jade? What's up, Sean? How are you doing today? Man, I am victoriumphant. 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 I was saying <laughs> What does that mean? Victorious and triumphant. And triumphant. Today, I love it. That yeah. is so appropriate. Mm-hmm. So appropriate. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that everyone else is feeling... Victoriumphant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've got an amazing show lined up for you guys today. And I'm uh, just going to share a lot of this amazing experience that I just had. Oh, man. Uh, recently, I, I was able to attend and to speak at Superhero Brain Conference. And this was put on by my good friend, Jim Quick. And it was just a world-class event, absolutely blew me away. And uh, one of the things that I promote and that I practice is being a lifetime student. Mm -hmm. You know, no matter how far we get, we never want to act like we're playing the role of the master. You know, we are the constant student and continuously learning. And actually, this is going to tie into some of the things, amazing things that's happening in your brain. So today we're going to be talking about creating a superhero brain. Love it. What are those components? <laughs> and I learned this from the top people mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah, you did. And some of these things that I was able to share, I'm going to share with you guys today, because really the whole show is happening upstairs. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of the governing force that's determining what the trillions of cells that we have are doing on a second to second basis, you know, it's a really intricate system. You know, the brain is like, in my opinion, like the final frontier and there's still a lot to learn, but there's so much that we have already learned that we all need to know about and how to change our brain and improve Mm. our brain and make sure that our brain is working for us (laughs) and not against us. All right. But before we do that, (laughs) let's give a shout out to our show sponsor, Organifi. Organifi. This is my favorite green superfood blend. And I love the company. I love what they stand for. And they're doing things the right way. This isn't some roasted, toasted, fricasseed, broiled, uh, green superfood blend that doesn't actually have the nutrients. This is slow processed. The nutrients in there are still live and enzymatically rich. All right. Mm -hmm. They're still alive. And you can simply add this to your water. You can add this to your smoothies. This is going to give you that very, very much needed dose of, and I call this like, this is a real insurance policy. Mm -hmm. You know, this is what it's really about of the micronutrients, phytonutrients, enzymes, and minerals, trace minerals, vitamins, the things that we would normally get from a, quote, multivitamin, Mm -hmm. that oftentimes these are processed and they're very synthetic. These are coming from synthetic sources and all created in a laboratory versus taking the real whole food and drying them, powdering them down, and putting them into a blend that actually tastes good. It does. That's the key, (laughs) you know? And I've tried, I'm telling you, I can't even tell you how many different green blends and this one is the best tasting. So uh, head over and check them out, OrganifiShop.com. So that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I-S-H-O-P.com. And use the checkout code MODEL. All right, use the checkout code MODEL. And they're going to give you 20% off your first purchase. And they're going to send you a free copy of my best-selling book, Sleep Smarter. Mm-hmm. All right, and this was originally for the first 450 people. Now that number is down, but they still have some books left. So okay. definitely take advantage of that. But regardless, if you get a free copy or not and that's something you know to if you don't happen to have a copy which what are you doing what are you waiting for (laughs) or this could be a gift for somebody you care about but regardless if you get a book or not this is something to add to your health arsenal you know this is something i travel with always i'm bringing my green superfood blend 
just to make sure that I'm getting the stuff that I need because especially when I'm traveling, right. you know, it can be Stance. a little bit sketchy yes. out there on the road. Mm-hmm. I don't see how these boy bands do it. <laughs> you know, I don't see how they do it. That's so it. anyways, definitely head over, check them out, OrganifiShop.com. Use the checkout code MODEL and get that super dose of, they've got the wheatgrass in there. They've yep. got the chlorella, the spirulina. I'm a huge fan of spirulina, as you guys should know. Uh, highest source of protein of any food we know about, about 70% protein by weight. One of the only sources you're going to find something called phycocyanin, which is actually proven to help to stimulate stem cell production. Great. What? Right. With That's got to be good for the brain. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> so that kind of magic is happening there in Organifi, along with the ashwagandha, uh, the turmeric. It's absolutely amazing. Head over and check them out. Use the coupon code MODEL at checkout. And now let's get to the iTunes review of the week. All right, here we go. Five stars is not enough. This is from a beginning meditator. Sean and Jade, thank you for the incredible value you bring to so many. Truly, five stars are not enough to convey my appreciation and admiration for the scholarly, informative, and humorous way you help your listeners get to the next level of health and wellness. I am not flippant when I say you've changed my life. Did I just use the word flippant? Wow. <laughs> that is amazing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And thank you for using flippant in a sense. How about sentence. that? Right. Right. I appreciate that. And, and by becoming a beginning meditator. Yeah, that's Get super that. powerful. Yes. And one of the consistent things at this conference was the power of meditation on really? the brain, clinically proven across the board in so many different studies, whether it's performance in a sport or uh, sleep or heart disease, so many different applications, and even healing the brain itself mm-hmm. from traumatic brain injuries via meditation. That's Such powerful. a powerful practice. And yes. thank you so much for leaving that review and sharing that. And everybody, thank you for leaving these reviews on iTunes. It means the world to us. So please keep them coming. It lets everybody know to tune into the show. And also, it just gives us that extra feedback mm-hmm. that uh, you guys are tuning in and loving what we're doing and just inspiring me to keep doing so much more. So thank you. And on that note, let's go ahead and dive into our topic of the day. Today, we're talking about creating a superhero brain. Not just a brain or super brain. But a superhero brain. A superhero brain. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) So this is so important because, again, this is really the governing force that's controlling a lot of what's going on with all of the cells in your body every single microsecond. But how often do we talk about our brain? Mm -hmm. You know, usually we're talking about... Belly fat, we're talking about, you know, a thyroid issue, whatever the case may be. You know, we're all struggling with different things from time to time. Cellulite. Right, cellulite. (laughs) But guess what? Your brain is the governing force that's controlling what your body is doing. That's why it's so important. So this event was mind-blowing. I I mean, the caliber of speakers there, we had everybody on stage from Jack Canfield, who's the uh, best-selling author of The Chicken Soup for the Soul books mm-hmm. and the Success Principle series, star of the hit movie The Secret. Yes. Another guy that was in The Secret is Bill Harris. He was there as well. Quincy Jones was there on stage. Wow. I mean, I just got chills that ran through yeah. my body. Again, just being able to sit there and to, to hear him, to mm-hmm. learn from him, it just blew my mind. Uh, Dr. Mark Hyman, Dr. Wow. Uh, Daniel Amen, who's going to be coming on the show soon. We even got to hear and experience and, and learn from Shannon Lee, who's Bruce Lee's daughter. And she shared some of the inner workings and the, the writings from her father that, you know, you just wouldn't get to, to hear. Mm-hmm. And what, I mean, just yeah. profound, profound mm-hmm. experience. Great and, access. Yes, yes. And so <laughs> all of these individuals have this specific niche and mm-hmm. specific thing that they bring to the table as far as how the inner workings of the brain go, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's application, you know, physical actions you need to take to change the structure of your brain or it's nutrition or it's 
movement or meditation we talked about. Mm-hmm. So I've got a lot to share and we're going to compact yeah. some of the best lessons here. But well, what I want to start with... Well, you were our scout for this. <laughs> so what I want to start with is something called neuroplasticity. All right, neuroplasticity. Yeah. And many people have probably heard this term before, but what this really means just to kind of summarize is that this is the brain's ability to reorganize itself and form new neural connections throughout life. So this really speaks to the malleable, pliable flexibility of the brain to continue to grow and develop from your first day to your very last day. Your brain has this capacity. And many of us don't realize that. And we start to, we've got terms in our society like, you can't teach an old dog new Mm -hmm. tricks. (laughs) You know, I guarantee you, you can. Right. All right, I guarantee you can. And this neuroplasticity allows the neurons, which are your nerve cells in your brain to compensate even for injuries, for diseases, and basically to adjust, to create new highways. If one highway is blocked, your brain can grow a different one, you know, kind of go around the problem. It is that powerful. Yeah. It's powerful that you said also for injury and disease. You you don't make that connection. Yeah. Typically, I think we, we look at intellect and motor functions, things like that, but actual healing disease yeah it's very important it's very important to to actively apply this as well one of the speakers there also was bo eason who was at one point the best safety in the nfl and this was back in the it was like the early 90s and um he was known as that guy everybody's kind of scared of He, he flies around and just throws his whole body at people and he was one of the he he was actually awarded this um, with, and I'm not very familiar with the acting and, and um, stage speaking, but he had this one man show on Broadway for oh, like wow. forever. And then just all of these accolades. And after his playing career was cut short, he needed to find something to, and as many people know, if you've seen the movie Concussion, for example, yeah. that there's a lot of uh, neurodegeneration that happens and it's accelerated via all of this contact. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Amen, Dr. Daniel Amen is one of the people who was a consultant on the movie and he's seen in his patients 80 percent of the nfl players that he scanned their brains have some significant brain damage and so by Bo proactively putting himself in a new environment learning other things and practicing that craft he was able to rewire his brain and his brain is incredibly healthy i love it right so this is in response this neuroplasticity is in response to new situations or changes in your environment this is very important we need exposure to both of these And echoed in the words of Henry Ford, which I love this, anyone who stops learning is old, whether at 20 or 80, anyone who keeps learning stays young. The greatest thing in life is to keep your mind young. Mm -hmm. And that's from Henry Ford. And that reminds me of uh, a quote from Muhammad Ali, who uh, just passed away as well. Yeah, that's. And just huge admiration and in that moment. But um, that quote this is one of my favorite quotes is a. the man who views the world at 50 the same way that he did at 20 yes. has wasted 30 years of his life, all right? But we, we tend to live the same year over mm-hmm. and over and over again instead of understanding that each year is different mm-hmm. and we same can get existence. better, you know, instead of living the same thing over and over again. Exactly. So that leads me to one of the first lessons here of this experience, which was the power of immersion, mm. right? And I really advocate and this is something i'm very passionate about is that we all everybody listening proactively get yourself around the environment that is conducive to the person that you want to be 
You have to be in the environment, immerse yourself in it at least a few times a year, just complete immersion. And one of the most important experiences for changing the brain is this concept of immersion. And there are really three major ways to create a strong neural pathway in your brain. Mm-hmm. Number one is through repetition, oh, sure. right, which we've talked about many times in the show. Number two is through an emotionally charged event, mm-hmm. a very highly emotionally charged event can lay down myelination and a neural connection very strong and it can help people or haunt people for many, many years of their life just having one very emotionally charged event. The third way is through immersion. And immersion is defined as a complete involvement in some activity or interest. So complete and utter involvement, 120% of you. Dive in. And this, a great example is language learning. Mm -hmm. This is well known that one of the fastest way, if not the fastest way, is immersion into the culture. You know, when you actually have to change and you have to learn it. So that and also sports training camps, for example, you know, um, when people are going to these camps, they're immersed in the culture and they're taking away tools immediately mm-hmm. just from being around in that environment. And this yeah. particular superhero brain conference was a complete and total immersion in all facets of learning how to have a better brain, mm-hmm. a superhero level brain. Right. Your brain looks different from here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you notice? I did. I did. <laughs> Something's different about your brain. And what this really is, is like you are the metaphorical apple that's being dipped into the caramel, right? You are bound to come out different. You're bound to come out changed and kind of coated in this newness, Mm -hmm. right? You don't need a popsicle stick. Or it can be like (laughs) gold member. I don't know. You've seen (laughs) Austin. Yes. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Gold, baby. So this is critical that you get out of your business as usual box and you get yourself immersed in the environment that you strive to have as your own. And I just want to extend that to you. Because it is truly, truly remarkable in how powerful it is. Mm-hmm. Right? And st- this is one of those, I, I don't want you to continue struggling on your own or to fight the fight on your own. You don't have to do that. We all do have our own personal battles, but we need to come together and be in that environment because nothing will change your life faster. All right. So one of the big takeaways from the event, this was shared by the man of the hour himself, Jim Quick, who helped put the event together. Really good friend of mine. And he was on the show as well. Yes. We got to have him back on. There's so Please much do. more. There. He's just do. super brilliant, yeah. accelerated learning expert, accelerated uh, with speed reading, uh, with retention, with recall, mm-hmm. just mind blowing stuff. But we'll put his first interview yes. in the show notes for this episode. We so head back to the whole week with him. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. Immerse so ourselves. Head back to the modelhealthshow.com and yeah. you can get access to that. So that'd be good. One of the big things is self-talk. Mm. All right. Self-talk actually changes your brain. Now your brain is always making new connections and laying down new hardware, right? But you also need the software programs to run things as well. And Jim stated that your mind is always eavesdropping on your self-talk. Mm. Okay. Your mind is always eavesdropping on your self-talk. Your mind is a supercomputer. And your self-talk is the programs that it runs. I love it. Your self-talk is a program that it runs. So what is this self-talk? Well, self-talk is basically the things we say to ourselves that no one else can hear, right? And it can be incredibly affirmative voice, or it can be at the far end of the spectrum and one that is very cruel and destructive. But regardless, this is running your life. So when you're exposed or dealing with a really tough situation, your positive self-talk in a tough situation could be things like, you got this. You know, I got this. This will only make me stronger. This will only make me stronger. And that's that voice in your head saying this Mm -hmm. as you're going through this tough thing. I got this. I got this. This can only make me stronger. 
When the going gets tough, the tough gets going. Right? This is affirmative Classic, voice. Yeah. There's a gift in this somewhere. Right? Your brain will be right there. That self-talk will be there to say that there's a gift in this tough, challenging struggle somewhere. Or something like, everything is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Everything is going to be just fine. All things work together for good. All right. So that's some <laughs> examples of a positive self-talk that's mm-hmm. going to be running when tough situations come up. Negative talk in the same situation could be things like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Why are you so stupid? Mm. You can't do this. You were too fat, too weak, too ugly, too fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. And what that's going to inherently do, obviously, is to immediately put us in a place of disempowerment. And most of us would never in a million years talk to somebody that we love like that. So why do we talk to ourselves like Mm -hmm. that? Why do we allow those programs to be running in our minds that are keeping us from achieving our greatness. Mm-hmm. There's a few reasons for that. It's it's so powerful to understand that even that voice in our heads, that self-talk is governing and actually shaping our brains and shaping the way that we perceive reality, mm-hmm. right? So this is of the utmost important if you're gonna have a superhero brain to retrain this, this self-talk. So the bottom line is if you're gonna change anything in your life, you've got to change the way you see it. And there's some science to back this up. So I came across a study, this was in 2013, Uh, from scientists in the Netherlands, and they watched women with anorexia walk through doorways in a laboratory. The women, they noticed, turned their shoulders and squeezed sideways even when they had plenty of room because their mental perception of themselves was that they were bigger than what they were. And this isn't new knowledge, by the way. And I came across another study, and this was like back in 1911, and this was with neurologists Dr. Henry Head and Dr. Gordon Morgan, And they were exploring the brain-body action connection all the way back then. And they use an example where women at the time, it was very um, high status if they had these huge hats, right? So these were Edwardian hats. And they would be big hats with these huge, like, ostrich feathers, right? And what what they noticed was is that the women would duck as they came through the doorways even if they didn't have their hats on. <laughs> women, women who habitually wore these hats mm-hmm. because they were so, their image of themselves had been so entrained to believe that they need to duck down yes. even when it's not there. Absolutely. All right. And I certainly can concur with that because one of the reasons that I wear my head wrap, my crown, is that it does help me stay in that positive state of mind, mm-hmm. to hold my head high, to keep yeah. an upright posture, and I carry myself what much differently and feel much differently when I'm in that space, whether I have it on or not. Yes. It's become a part of, of who I am, yeah. So the question is, would the researchers notice if you're walking through a doorway? Well, you know, if you were like Shaquille well, when O'Neal. when I get in my car. Yeah, see, so you <laughs> I got to watch but it even if you even if you don't have it on. Yeah, how about You know, that? and you're probably, and this is the thing that they were tracking, because here's the, the, the bottom line. There can be empowering, and it can be disempowering. Oh, sure. But for you, this is an empowering thing. Yeah, yeah. But the bottom line is this. Their mental self was wearing the hat, even though their physical self was not. Mm-hmm. All right, so your mental self is going to drive your actions in the world. So scientists are still trying to figure out how all of this works because the bottom line is that your perception of yourself and your self-talk definitely dictates your behavior. Mm-hmm. So now I want to share with you guys three keys to changing your self-talk to better serve you. All right, so step one. Thanks. Step one, and this is powerful because the, already there's change happening with every person who's hearing this. 
Step one is as simple as listening to what you're saying to yourself each day. All right, because for most of us, we're unconscious of it. We just hear it all the time in the background or even in the foreground, and we don't know that we can that we can pay attention to it. Like, hey, what, right. who is that? Right, what are y'all talking about? In there? <laughs> don't make me come so, in there. <laughs> step one is, is simply listening to what you're saying to yourself each day. Awareness trumps everything. Awareness trumps everything. So that's that's the first part. Love that. Next up is to change the language when you hear it. Mm-hmm. Okay, change the language when you hear it. When you're noticing, now you can change it. I want to say this really quickly is to forgive yourself first. If you're in a bad way right now and struggling with this where you do, you know that you have this negative self-talk and you're doing something, you're like, you're so stupid, Lynn, or you're so stupid, um, Gordon. <laughs> Think about Alf. Jumped in my head. <laughs> Gordon Shumway. Do you remember? Yeah. Yes. So, but anyway, so when, when you're, you know, you're trying to work on a project or you're maybe late picking up your kids or something, you're just like, you're so stupid, Lynn. First thing, when you catch that, forgive yourself. You have to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for that and say, you know, Lynn, you don't deserve that. There you go. Okay, you don't deserve what that. What a grace. Now, way it's, to help. it's not about lying to yourself. It's about being more kind and encouraging rather than abusing and crippling to yourself. Yeah. All right. This isn't just like, some positive happen. self-talk. Yeah. <laughs> this is, you know, I acknowledge that I messed up here, mm-hmm. but be kind to yourself. So, and then again, when you notice that, you can change it. You know, so it's like, you're so stupid, then you immediately change it. You know, oh, I'm sorry, you don't deserve to hear that. Mm-hmm. You are amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, you're amazing. Remember that. You just made a mistake. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. All right, so, and then the next thing here is to proactively use affirmations. So this isn't waiting around for the voice to happen. Yeah. It's you happening to the voice. Mm-hmm. So affirmations, what tends to come up for a lot of people, I know it does for me, is Stuart Smalley from Saturday Night Live. You know, you're good enough, you're smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like you. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> As do. he's sitting in the mirror saying this. Uh-huh. But it's not that. It's something, th- this, that can be a part of it where you're mm-hmm. giving positive affirmations in the mirror. And there's clinically, it's proven to be beneficial for a lot of people. However, we're talking about something a little bit deeper, you know, proactively, just some of the things I said earlier in a tough situation, like you got this, Uh, there's a blessing in this, Mm -hmm. you know, you've got so much potential or just especially during those times when you need it, just giving yourself that little affirmation or proactively before you need it. Right. So um, another big way that you can kind of imbue this into your cells is movement along with the affirmation makes it even stronger. And this is affirmed through the research of Dr. Wendy Suzuki. And uh, she's speaking at an event that I'm going to be speaking at in September. So maybe we might get connected. But I mentioned her back on an episode. And this was episode 119. Uh, This was 15 ways exercise can make you stronger, younger, and more successful, Mm -hmm. which we'll put in the show notes. And we talked about the... Um, her experience, you know, and just how even movement impacts what's going on with your brain. Mm-hmm. All right. So these are, these can be called incantations or affirmations plus action. All right. So it's saying those positive things about yourself, but imbuing some mu- movement into it. Love it. All right. Now to have a superhero brain, it has to be one that is supportive and one where the software programs keep you motivated and confident. That's part of having a superhero brain is knowing how amazing you are and knowing how amazing your brain is. Now, let's move on to the next part. So another really enjoyable part of the event was learning about how to train your brain to make accurate neural associations. All right, so our brains are always making connections between events, environments, foods, all this stuff. 
So my friend Julia Roy talked about leveraging this to improve our productivity. Oh. Right? And who couldn't use a little bit more boost <laughs> in our productivity? Yes. You know, we get so distracted. We got so much stuff coming up and it's coming at us on a daily basis, especially today. So what can we do? So she shared three specific tips. As far as work, she recommended creating work-only zones. That's right? so good. Yes. Yes. So, and this could be whether you're at your office or whether you're at your home, especially for those at home, creating those work-only zones so that your brain is firing the right message mm-hmm. when you go into that environment. So what does that look like? Well, for me, it's understanding that when I'm at my desk, you know, my amazing standing desk yes. and getting my work done there, uh, I'm not going to be there messing around on you know, um, YouTube or, Mm -hmm. you know, messing around on social media or anything like that. This is where I'm working at. Mm -hmm. If I want to do that stuff, I'll go over to the couch Mm -hmm. in my office or something like that. You know, so when you're in this space, this is what you're doing. Or also maybe you only do that work in that place. Whatever work it is, is at that desk. Once you're outside of that room, you don't do any work there. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't do any work when you're sitting around on the couch in your living room Uh, where you're known to plant your booty and watch TV, right? (laughs) Right. So because you're going to have this draw, you're not going to have that strong neuro association. So that was number one. It says designate work-only zones. Number two is set the right soundtrack. All right, set the right soundtrack. So music is a very strong connector for memories and also neuro association because there are songs that you hear that take you right back to that moment. Oh, yeah. And I see Jade over there. She, Mm -hmm. She used to be a DJ. I did. Getting That's where busy, I started. Down in the ATL. <laughs> That's right. So she knows as well as everybody, you guys all know mm-hmm. this, that there's certain songs that take you right back to specific moments. And it's a beautiful thing. And this also, I just want to give a little shout out to this. How many lyrics of songs do you know? Oh, wow. Come on. Thousands? Name that tune. You know, like Come how on. powerful is that? Yeah. Yeah. And then we think we can't remember a, a few <laughs> sentences or right. a quote. Mm-hmm. We absolutely can. Passwords. It's the motive. It's the motivation, <laughs> and also understanding mm-hmm. that melody and music is very powerful for entraining our brain. So there's certain soundtracks, and I've been doing this, you know, even before hearing this from her. I was like, oh yeah, that's why yeah, I do okay. that. Right. That I'll play that when I'm writing. Mm-hmm. You know, a specific soundtrack when I was working on Sleep Smarter. If I ever did play any music, it was this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's other music that I'll use for the other work that I'm doing. You know, whether it's uh, working on something for the website or for sure. the show. I'm doing research, you know, so I've got different soundtracks I that I actually it. play. I love it. All right. So set a soundtrack that entrains mm-hmm. your brain to know that this is what's going on. We do this with my son with his bedtime. Oh, good. You know, my my son, Braden, who's four now, mm-hmm. ever since he was before pre one year. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say, you know, how people are like my son's 26 months old. <laughs> You're like, pre. But, <laughs> it's pre one. It was, you know, before he turned one, we were <laughs> using the same music that we play today and Nine times out of 10, he's within five minutes, he's asleep. I love it. All right. So it's creating mm-hmm. that neuro association. Third thing really quickly is to give your devices a specific task. All right. This can okay. be a game changer for you guys. Yeah. All right. So if, you're, if your goal is to write a book, oh, all right, your yeah. goal is to write a book, but you're feeling distracted, you know, you keep on jumping around, you're not focused, you're not creating the results that you want. And you know that this is something you're really passionate about and you want to do this, you've got to set yourself up for success because there's so many distractions. So maybe your desktop is the only place that you do your writing for the book and you block out access to the internet 
on that computer. And if you, because it's easy to just be like, you know what, I'm having a hard time thinking. Mm -hmm. I'll just open up mm -hmm. watching a YouTube video mm -hmm. real quick or just go see what's happening on Instagram or Facebook or whatever the case is, yeah. right? So that access, again, creates that neuro association. Whereas if you know that this is where I'm writing, when you get there, your brain is like, let's write. Let's get to it, yeah. Okay, so yeah. maybe you've got your smartphone for one thing, your iPad for something else, and then you've got like your desktop, that. you know, like so. That. This was some great advice and just got me my wheels turning. So just wanted to share with you guys yeah. some of these important points that I picked up. All right. So let's move on to the next one. Yeah. And I was fortunate enough to do the closing talk at the event. Oh, cool. And even when I was up there on stage, I was like, I get to do what I want to do because I'm the <laughs> last person. So, <laughs> so everybody got to go on a pretty amazing journey with me and talking about the brain and sleep, you know, and how powerful sleep is in our overall brain function. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I talked about, and I've mentioned this on the show before, uh, especially being in an event with Jim Quick where he's this memory expert and learning expert, our memory, so even right now as you guys are hearing this, this information becomes a part of your brain. It gets converted to your short-term memory when you're sleeping. So tonight is when the magic really mm -hmm. happens. Uh, predominantly during REM sleep is where this memory processing happens and thus, you can move from there to going to your long-term memory as well. But if you're not sleeping properly or your REM sleep is, is messed up or disrupted, you're going to have a much harder time learning. And this is why also if we get on a bender and we drink a little bit too much <laughs> and we kind of don't remember everything that happened the next day, right. that's never happened to anybody no. before though. Um, well. This is because it's something called the REM rebound effect that's clinically proven via drinking alcohol, which makes you fall asleep faster, mm -hmm. but it radically disturbs your REM sleep. So we're not able to process those close memories. That's crazy, right? Right, right? So a lot of people don't know why that happens. That's why it happens. And unfortunately, those are times when, you know, if it's in celebration, yeah. those are things you'd want to right. retain and, and capture. But instead, you wake up with a tattoo on your face, <laughs> right? Or a monkey in your bathroom. I have a butterfly on my face. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So uh, memory processing, that's really important. And also myelination. So this is creating that faster connection so that it's like insulation over those new um, neuro associations, nerve pathways that have been created so that they fire faster, that that information is easier to recall, whether it's a motor function, mm. like, you know, hitting a golf ball that's or whether it's something you want to remember. Mm -hmm. The motor so, function. That's one part I talked about. And, you know, we had a great time. Also, I mentioned I had I could not mention this because it's so important, the detoxification process, mm -hmm. because the brain is absolutely phenomenal in so many different areas. And now we're realizing just how important it is to get sleep because detoxification happens for your brain while you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. And this is run by your glymphatic system. It's a shout out to the glial cells that run it. But your glymphatic system is 10 times more active when you're sleeping than when yeah. you're awake. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing right now with Alzheimer's is being reported is that it's an inability of the brain to detoxify itself. All right, so Alzheimer's is tied oh. to that memory loss, that whole thing. So this is the accumulation of metabolic waste in your brain and it's just taking up space and not allowing for new pathways to be created. Mm. Scary stuff. It so is. this is why it's so critical. Again, people are like, I can get by on you know four hours of sleep or whatever the case may be. Getting by is one thing. Yeah. And I've got so much research to affirm um, how they're not getting by. Right. But because we, we also, we trick ourselves. You know, we trick ourselves into believing that. 
but and I've been guilty of this. Right. Like this is why I'm so good at this. Probably because <laughs> you I've know done it. it. I've done That's this right. stuff before. I'm but talking about you, we you know, especially with the advent of sleep smarter, we talk about optimizing the sleep you are getting. Not necessarily about sleeping more. Mm-hmm. It's not as much about the quantity, though that is important. It's about the quality of sleep that you're getting. So you can rock that six hours of sleep mm-hmm. that you're getting and get optimal uh, sleep cycles. But that's a you know whole other conversation we talked about many times in the show. Um, so and one of the things that I wanted to share with everybody that was probably new to 99.999% of people, pretty much everybody there, <laughs> was eating good sleep nutrients. All right? Okay. Good sleep nutrients. And so I talked a little bit about the gut and sleep connection, the gut-brain connection, mm-hmm. and how there's 400 times more melatonin located in your gut than in your brain, which we've talked about on the show. But a lot of people think that this is all, this experience is happening in our head. It's not. But it's largely dictated by what's going on in your belly, which, mm-hmm. you know, it's often called the second brain, your gut, because there's so much neuro mm-hmm. tissue there, right? So we talked about that. We talked about some of the things to avoid damaging your gut microbiome because Caltech researchers found that there are bacteria in your gut that communicate with the cells that create sleep-related hormones, all right? So we want to make sure we're taking care of those good guys in your belly. Very, very important. And another thing that I talked about, so then, of course, I mentioned some of the good sleep nutrients and all that good stuff. So another thing that we talked about was creating that sleep sanctuary. And we talked about, you know, the blackout curtains. We talked about... Uh, making sure we have the right neuro association to our bedroom itself right. so we don't do our work in our bed, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. We also talked about how important it is to be in a cooler environment during sleep. Now, the brain especially likes to be cool when you're sleeping. Your brain does not like to be hot. As a matter of fact, there's a study that was conducted by the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine with insomniacs, and they found that they tend to have significantly warmer body temperature than normal right before bed. Right. And to combat this issue, they fitted the insomniacs in the study with these, quote, cooling caps mm. all right, and then tested their results. And it was shocking what happened. So with these cooling caps on, insomniacs took about 13 minutes to fall asleep compared to 16 minutes for the healthy control group. So they fell asleep faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. The people with chronic sleep issues. And what's also interesting is that the patients diagnosed with insomnia ended up sleeping for 89% of the time they were in bed, which is the exact amount of the healthy control group. And the study (laughs) demonstrated across all the different people that were tested, uh, improved significantly to the degree that they were no longer, quote, insomniacs. It was based on their activity then. 75% of the people. Wow. Wow. More had improvement, but to the degree that they no longer have simply by cooling mm-hmm, off mm-hmm. their brain, cooling off and their head. one factor can make that much of a difference. So this is why it's important to cool the environment, mm-hmm. but also why our bed attire is so important. Mm-hmm. So not dressing up like a lumberjack before we go to bed. <laughs> and so that ideal range is between 62 and 68 degrees. But also it's really important for the sheets that we're using, the covers, those kind of things, because there are things that kind of insulate you and, and build up more heat. And this is common for a lot of stuff. And I know that that's the kind of stuff that I was using right, right. growing up when we didn't really think about it or have a choice. But there are certain sheets that can actually sleep cool. Mm. right? And this is what I'm actually using. And the company that I get my sheets from is called Etitude. Right? <laughs> Etitude, not attitude. Etitude. Right. So it's E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E, Etitude. And here's why I love what they're doing is that they actually are using 100% organic bamboo lyocell. And this is literally as fine as 1,000 count Egyptian cotton 
but only consumes one third of the water to produce. All right. And there's no harmful oh, chemicals. Nice. It's organic, as I mentioned. So this is stuff that's kind to your skin and kind to the planet. And I didn't care about stuff like this yeah. prior to really getting into sleep research, but becoming a connoisseur of sleep, I realized that, you know, those 100 thread count uh, sheets were like, it felt like sleeping on uh, glass <laughs> after I started <laughs> using this because this is kind of like sleeping in lotion. You know, it just, it feels so good on oh, your skin, gosh. but also it sleeps cool. And that's just a few reasons that I love it. It's also hypoallergenic antimicrobial and there are no harmful chemicals that can disrupt your your sleep quality and disrupt your health so a lot of us That's again great. we're not thinking about this kind of stuff mm-hmm. and so literally when we had just one set we would not sleep on anything else <laughs> it was actually my wife's decision so because you know after every few days you know you change the yeah, sheets up yeah. but she would just take them off and go wash, wash them, them and it's bed. like we're not going to bed until we put those back on there it's so crazy because they are just that good and uh, they're also great for the planet. The bamboo that they're utilizing to create the sheets is a self-regenerating natural resource and it uses much less water than cotton to thrive. So we're not taking up so many natural resources to make something amazing. And they design in-house, work directly with the manufacturer, and they're selling directly to the customer. So it's cutting down on the big markups because these sheets could easily be yeah. a few hundred dollars. Yeah. And so they actually give a 100-night trial, and I definitely recommend that you take advantage of this. Okay. So you sleep on it, think on it, dream on it, mm-hmm. and if you don't love it, you can send it back for a full refund. So what I want you to do is go to attitude.com.au forward slash model, and you're going to get a 10% discount. All right, so you want to use the coupon code model at checkout, all right, and they're going to hook you up. So that's E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com dot au forward slash m-o-d-e-l all right so they are a a international company they ship all over the world and the shipping actually doesn't take that long and they take good care of you it is an amazing company with integrity and i can't even say enough like especially being a sleep connoisseur that how great these sheets are so give them a try Mm -hmm. you know give them a try head over and check them out because i i think it's going to give a nice improvement to your sleep quality And the reviews are just absolutely mind-blowing as well. There was one review that I saw that was from an individual who is struggling with a sleep disorder. And the quote that they left says that, For someone living with idiopathic hypersomnia, a chronic neurological sleeping disorder, I hate that I live most of my life in bed. It's something that I have no control over. However, attitude has made me choose and want to spend more time in bed and feel good because it feels so amazing, light, soft, smooth, and luxurious. So nice. they're helping individuals who are struggling with their sleep, but also for mm-hmm. the many of us who just want to feel good, who want to have some of the best stuff for our skin that's hypoallergenic, that's organic. So these are just a few of the reasons that I love Attitude so much. And everything that I do has a purpose. I'm not sleeping on these sheets for random reasons because they actually do feel amazing and they sleep cool because my body, I tend to run a little bit hot, mm-hmm. whereas my wife, she's from I, Kenya. <laughs> and so she she needs the heat. Yeah. You know, she loves the heat. But both of us maintain a great body temperature. But funny enough, you know, sometimes and I know other people as well, uh, even people who tend to be cold at night can end up sweating and getting kind of gross. And mm-hmm. she hasn't experienced that either because sometimes she would get a little bit sweaty, mm-hmm. you know, even when it's cooler in the environment, you know, so these sleep cool, they feel amazing and they're made from great materials, no toxic, whatever, organic materials. And these are made properly from the beginning of the gathering of the materials to the manufacturing, to the distribution. 
it's all done with integrity. Nice. And then we need more companies like that that are doing things the right way, paying a fair wage and actually paying attention to the whole process mm-hmm. and getting it to the consumer with care. Right. And consciousness. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I use the bamboo bondi sheet set, the gray. <laughs> That's what we are rocking most of the time. So definitely head over, check them out. Etitude.com dot au four slash model so that's e t t i t u d e dot com dot au four slash model for ten percent off. Now let's get on to the next point here. So another big thing that I covered with the relationship between sleep and the brain is talking about our devices. All right, and how this is intimately impacting our brain health. And how, so what's going on here? Well, bottom line, we know, and we've talked about this many times on the show, and is this is highlighted in Sleep Smarter, that our tech devices are in fact disrupting our sleep quality to the degree you have an iPhone as well, right? The latest iOS update, Apple has now uh, built into the iPhones. If you push your screen up, you know, your little scroll up where your toolbar is with your flashlight and your calculator right there, the, you can get to the camera right there. Right in the middle, there's a little button, a little tool, And it looks kind of like a sundial and that is called night shift and pushing that button immediately pulls out the most troublesome spectrum of light from your screens. Good for them. And this is clinically proven to lower your cortisol and help your melatonin to increase naturally simply doing uh, that not being exposed to that blue spectrum of light. The best thing is giving yourself a screen curfew, not being on it. But these are really important hacks that can be valuable along the way. And so also you can go to your phone settings overall and the brightness and display and you can set the timer on mm-hmm. your phone for it to do it automatically oh neat okay so if in bottom line is if apple's doing it this is some serious business <laughs> all right because you were talking about it's a relevant multi-billion dollar yeah um Say change that they yeah. brought to the world and just is so influential in culture mm-hmm. but they're paying attention to the fact that in a few years it's going to become common knowledge mm-hmm. that people possibly could even end up with lawsuits or something sure, you know sure. like this is wrecking my sleep it and is. whatever it's you know me so much and that's a key thing you mentioned that it's part of the influence and and influencers. And this is why this has been so important that you share this message to influence the change that needs to happen in this direction. And Apple is doing the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you and Apple. (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) Me and Apple. I ate Apple before. Uh I'm sorry. (laughs) I guess I'm that caramel apple that we talked about. Yeah. Dipped, fully immersed. See how it comes full circle. Caramel apple. Yes. I'll be that and proud of it. So what's going on in our brains that makes us so hyper-connected to our devices? Mm -hmm. Well, this is really important, especially with wanting to have a superhero brain, especially with maintaining and operating a superhero brain. We have to be able to utilize our brain the way that we want to and to uh, to impress upon our reality our power instead of it disempowering us Mm -hmm. and this is what's happening with our devices little do we know because of what's going on with our brain chemistry and so there's this really interesting compound that we've talked about before called dopamine that was once thought to be about satisfaction Mm -hmm. you know this neurotransmitter but it's really about seeking and so as we are Seeking, this is through human evolution, it's driven us to look for things, to, to expand, to want to grow, to go and search and explore, right. which has made us who we are today. Couple that with, if you just keep seeking forever and not find anything, you'll go insane. Sure. So it's built in that when we find something, we get a little opioid hit, all right? a little like a slow drip of morphine from our opioid system that when we find, when we seek and find something, thanks to dopamine, we, 
we find it and then we get that opioid hit mm-hmm. and that creates this drive for us to want to keep doing it. That's right. The internet is absolutely perfect <laughs> for dopamine well and this opioid system because there's infinite amount of information to seek. You can seek forever, right? Anything. On and on and on. Yes. And every time the crazy thing is too, you Google it, you will find it. Or you scroll, you'll find it. You seek, you find. You seek, you find. And you set up this very addictive pattern. Right. And you start to have a very disempowered brain that's obsessed with with being on the internet or with technology. And to take back control of our brain, we have to be aware of this. you know, Because awareness really trumps everything. Mm-hmm. And this is what it's really about. So just that one thing, being aware that we are addicted and yeah. our brain is set up to be, it's hardwired to be addicted to. Uh, to our technology, you can break that pattern and start to intercept it, Mm -hmm. you know, start to add in things that are more conducive to you having a healthy brain. So engaging in some, maybe some brain games, you know, maybe engaging in some stimulating conversations, Mm -hmm. maybe doing some great things for your brain. Your brain actually really loves sex. So maybe you can do a little bit of that. Something else, especially in the evening to supplant that drive to want to be on our phone and have that be the last thing we do before we go to bed. We've got to break that pattern Mm -hmm. because our use of technology is only going to grow, but we've got to have technology free zones in our life. All right. We've got to set up parameters so that our sleep is sacred and this doesn't come in this particular area of my day, this particular time or this part of my house. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it would be really conducive for that. So this is just one, one of the other things that I talked about during that talk and again, I had the opportunity to close out the entire event, which was phenomenal. And everybody left there and went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Who knows? And I actually, I even read a little bit of my son's, uh, one of his favorite books in this title, Even Superhero Sleep. Oh, and uh, yeah, so everybody really enjoyed that. But um, nice so let's move going. on. Let's talk nice about going. some of the other components of having a superhero brain. Uh, one of the big things, and again, we could do an entire show about this mm-hmm. and we will. But it's the nutrition, obviously. You know, your brain is mostly fat and water, all right? So obviously, dietary fats are very important. Hydration is very important. These are basic things that help you to have a superhero brain. If you're dehydrated, even 1%, that can be enough to damage your DNA, all right, of your normal hydration level. And many people are operating below their normal hydration level all the time and wondering why they have all these different issues. And so... Hydration is critical and I always recommend, and I even heard it just yesterday, I was at the gym and this was like, uh, there were two women who were, you know, maybe they're in their 60s and they were having a conversation and one of them was kind of coaching the other one and she was like, the water is the key, you know, <laughs> and she said exact, the exact words that I share and I know some of the trainers up there at the gym listen to my show so I don't know if she got it directly from there all but right, right. this is what she said and this is what I recommend. Take your body weight, divide it in half, that number that you get, that's the amount of ounces of water you need to drink every single day yeah. as a minimum, mm-hmm. all right? So if you weigh 150 pounds, 75 ounces would be your minimum. Easy. If you're more active, if you're um, you know, studying a lot, anything that's gonna use even brain power, if you're sweating, going to the sauna, if you're even you know eating meals that tend to have like uh, less water to them, you know, drier foods, all of these things are going to require even more water, but that has to be your bare minimum. You hit that, you're going to be winning. Nice. All right. So the healthy fats, especially omega threes, and this was Dr. Daniel Amen was talking about this specifically, okay. and just kind of diving in on why those are so important. Great sources would be things like walnuts, fatty fish. As a matter of fact, walnuts. You know, again, the doctrine of signatures. They look like they a brain. Do. All right. Yeah. So it's a good source <laughs> of omega threes, but plus they have these plant sterols 
that can help to break apart plaque in your brain. All right. Oh, so the buildup. Yeah. So another really important brain nutrient or compound or spice even is curry. Mm. Funny enough, curry is wonderful for building your superhero brain. All of its anti-inflammatory properties and the antioxidant contained within curry with turmeric is curcumin. And curcumin actually has this very unique ability to cross the blood-brain barrier. And this is a very sacred place to be able to do that. And it's because your body knows that it's neuroprotective. And turmeric has been used for thousands upon thousands of years. And so turmeric and curry, these are both, turmeric especially has been clinically proven and tested over and over again to have anti-angiogenesis properties. So helping to uh, defeat cancer cells, anti-inflammatory properties anti-aging properties as well you know so it's a really really wonderful food especially for your brain uh, one other one i'll share with you guys is blueberries so blueberries have an um, abundance of different antioxidants and it's a lower glycemic fruit which fruits are pretty amazing for our health but we want to be on the lower glycemic end because some of the higher glycemic fruits can cause some disruption with our blood sugar levels but blueberries are in that category that are really really great so the phytonutrients in there, the antioxidants, have been found to be linked with things like improvement in learning, improvement in memory, and also helps to protect against neurodegenerative oxidative stress. All right, so nutrition is key. And again, Dr. Daniel Amen did a talk on this, amongst other things, but this is part of the strategy, as you guys know, of having a superhero brain. Yeah. And so one final area that I want to share today with regards to having a superhero brain and some things that I took away from the conference, mm -hmm. because every one of these topics could have a whole show dedicated to it. But, you know, we want to get this overarching understanding and put some attention to these small things for the sake of showing our brain a lot more love. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Getting that heart brain connection mm -hmm. happening. Heart brain gut. The whole shebang. Oh, We're shebang. All, it's all connected. It's all connected. But your brain, <laughs> we've got to, we've, we've absolutely got to share more attention mm -hmm. specifically for our brain health. Because how, again, how often do we think about it? And when you're thinking, guess what's thinking? Right. Your brain. Your brain. <laughs> so again, we're going to put some more attention on this uh, definitely throughout this year uh, mm -hmm. of improving our brain health. And couldn't be better than having Dr. Daniel Amen to come on the show and to uh, share his insights. But Another critical component of having a superhero brain is to keep learning. Yeah. It's to keep learning. Keeping your mind young via learning could not be highlighted more than in the talk that we all got to experience there at the event with Quincy Jones. Mm. And if you don't know who Quincy Jones is, what? Right. Quincy Jones is one of the people behind Michael Jackson's thriller, behind Ray Charles, behind you name it, you know, we are the world and just so many iconic songs and artists over the years that it's just, it doesn't even make any sense. And then iconic films yeah. as well. A lot of people don't know that, that that was a big part of his life as well. You know, movies like The Color Purple, for example, and just winning so many different awards in music and in film. And I mean, across the spectrum, just yeah. a genius in contribution. We're talking music, television, film, um, magazine print, yep. but also a humanitarian, just yes. multi-talented, but aware and conscious. It's it's powerful. Can you imagine all mm. of the wisdom that came out with every word? Right. You know? Yeah, man. I bet you every, were But every sentence was like, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. He's so cool and so mm -hmm. down to earth. <laughs> and again, that wisdom that was just 
pouring out, you know, he also knows 26 different languages. Get out of here. Right? And you would understand, like, he's literally lived in these different countries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he would go with the intention of staying for a week or two before music and end up staying for a year or two mm-hmm. or more. And immersed. You know, mm-hmm. and he's, but he's so interested. He wants to connect with people. That's what makes him so passionate about learning. This is one of the yeah. secrets is your interests. When you're interested in learning, you will learn that much faster. That's right. And as he was talking, he kept citing all of these different books that he's read. Even more recently, you know, from Malcolm Gladwell's work, just so many different things that he kept on throwing out. I'm like writing down, you know, just anything that he's doing that he's involved with that has brought value to his life. These are things we want to pay attention to. Yeah, Because a lot of times we all have access to these things, to these books, to these conversations. So... Here's some of the things I I took away. Be an avid reader. There's something about reading a real book that activates genius. Mm -hmm. You know, it's because our brains can actually create and create the movie that goes along with it. You know, so there's kind of this whole brain learning that happens with reading books. And you've heard the statement before, uh, leaders are readers. Readers are leaders. You know, readers Mm -hmm. are leaders, leaders are readers. And it couldn't be more true. You know, it's one of the things, consistent things I've seen with uh, some of the most successful people I've had the opportunity to be around to learn from, you know, nine out of 10 of them are pretty avid readers. And I don't think that's a coincidence. (laughs) Another thing to keep learning is to create things Mm -hmm. as well. I love that. Be a creator as well. That process of of creating, you're actually learning as you're doing it. And you're giving your gift and you're giving parts of your brain the ability to express themselves. And it's that whole idea of that if you don't use it, you You lose lose it. it, So create things, whether it's you start to do, I don't know, puzzles or, you know, you're doing some, you're getting into painting or creating clothes, creating music, uh, creating podcasts, creating books, whatever the case might be for you, whatever lights your fire or whatever you just want to try. Mm-hmm. Just try things. Yeah. It's very, very important. Another thing that I really picked up from him in that conversation and also to keep learning is to strive to always be better and to be a better person. As you mentioned, his humanitarian efforts and underlying you know the, the last question somebody asked him because we also got to do like a Q&A at oh, the great. end she asked what made it so successful for you what made you so successful in helping all these different artists you know from Michael Jackson to Stevie Wonder like you name it yeah. what made you so successful in it and he said love baby <laughs> love man love That's and respect it. Love and respect are the two keys. And so he shared that. But when he said it, yeah. you actually got it. it. You knew that he meant it. It was love and respect. Yeah. Those two things that we can cultivate right now, we don't have to wait in creating better relationships and becoming a better person, expressing more love and more respect. Mm-hmm. Because this funny thing is that it's reciprocated. You know, especially when love doesn't appear to have a presence, you bring it to it. You do. Yeah. You bring the love to it. You bring the respect to it. It's one of those things we've seen with great leaders across the years. You know, even when it's not, it doesn't appear to be present, the respect nor the love. That's right. But also, especially when you have that present, Mm -hmm. you want to be somebody who magnifies that. That's right. 
You want to be the gift that you bring to any occasion or party. You be the gift yes. that you bring. Love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. You mm-hmm. be the gift. Mm-hmm. And one of the lessons that he shared from one of his mentors is this. He said that your music can never be less or more than you are as a human being. At any given moment. So it's, again, cultivating and making wow. sure that you are the best person possible. And that's going to be reflected in the art that you create and the work that you do, because it can never be greater or less than the person that you are, mm-hmm. you know, who you are as a human being. You know, and there's one other small thing I'm going to throw in here for you guys. And this was highlighted in the talk given by Jack Canfield. All right. So, again, Jack Canfield, star of the hit movie, The Secret, mm-hmm. um, he sold literally more books, I think, than anybody in history, especially like <laughs> mm-hmm. a, a specific person, him and his partner, Mark Victor Hansen. I think they've sold like 500 million copies from this uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul books. Amazing. Which, what? Right. Wh- who? Right. Doesn't even make sense. You know, it's absolutely amazing. But he shared that it's really important for us to take off our mental limitations. It's really important to take off our mental limitations in order for us to have a truly superhero brain. Because he's coming from a situation where uh, he had an abusive childhood. Mm -hmm. And as he grew into adulthood uh, and they made this decision to start this kind of uh, book of short stories, they were rejected 144 times from publishers. I didn't even know there was that many publishers. Right? right? Can you imagine? (laughs) They went to a couple twice. 500 million copies sold. What if he stopped after 100 rejections? Right. It wouldn't. Right. That's so powerful. We have to be that determined in what we believe in and what's right about it for us. Yes. We have to be so determined in that, that we move past any cynicism or criticisms or rejections yes. to press on through exactly. until you can grasp it. Yes. Because whether it becomes 500 million or not, you have to grasp it for yeah. that to be completed for you yeah. in your life. Absolutely. It has to be something that you can hold and make tangible to say, I took this dream this hope this desire to something that i could actually hold embrace and add to me mm. mm-hmm. if we could get that you know and actually participate in that it would change our life you know just in an instant and to, to hear a story like that 144 rejections and from there it wasn't easy going you know, and he, him and his partner said these audacious goals to the publisher, like, you know, we're going to sell this whatever. <laughs> right. And they was just like, he literally laughed. No, I mean, he belly laughed at oh, him. Boy. It was like, that's totally ridiculous. Then he ended up, you know, not too long in the future, writing him the first million dollar check that he's ever written, this particular publisher. And, uh, you know, it took them 14 months before they hit the bestseller list, the New York Times bestseller list. But then they stayed there for like, you know, a a couple of years or something crazy. But all along the way, when they even facing that challenge, he said this is that use this equation E plus R equals O. And this is event plus response equals your outcome. <laughs> okay. Yep. Event plus your response equals the outcome. And you always get to choose your response. And we have to become more empowered to do so. All right, so the event was rejected 143 times. Amazing. We'll just say, oh, maybe it was the 145th. So rejected 144 times. Mm-hmm. The response is, we've got this. We're going we're gonna to see such and such next week, publisher. We're going to execute on this next one. That's the response. The outcome, book deal. Yeah. 
finally, mm-hmm. we can add the finally in there, thus leading to everything else. Right. You know? And that was just the distribution of. Yeah. Because the value was in, we poured our hearts into the, into this book. Yeah. And it had to reach people because that's what it was designed mm-hmm. for. Just like that review we got about the love going into our show. You know, that's what's designed. That's what we're putting in here purposefully. Yes. How it gets distributed, then those details will get worked out. 144, <laughs> 155, whatever the yeah. case is. In Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill added a point that an egg is the beginning of a bird and mm-hmm. that a seed is the beginning of an oak. That mm-hmm. within that contains right. what has to become physically manifested. Right. You know, and yes. our dreams are the seeds of our reality. We're the same way, mm-hmm. you know, is our our potential is already there, mm-hmm. you know, just like there's a whole oak tree exactly. inside of that tiny acorn. There's yes. a whole apple tree inside of that tiny seed mm-hmm. within that apple. Right. And within that generations of other ones. Yeah. Yes. All contained within there. You know, we are the mm-hmm. same way. But what what's important about this is what the superhero brain is all about. What's important is being in the right conditions, right? That seed needs the right conditions in order to blossom, in order to flourish, mm-hmm. right? So if you got that, this uh, oak tree, this acorn, and you're like, I'm just going to go ahead and try and grow it in some beer. I'm going to just give me a cup of beer and some gravel and oh, I'll put gosh. it here, you know? Yeah. So uh, highlighting potential drinking problem, all right? <laughs> yeah. So if we're immersed in that environment, then obviously it's not going to grow. But once you have the right conditions, you put yourself in the right conditions because we're not just products of our environment. We're creators of our environment. You can get yourself in the right conditions for you to blossom. And for all those dormant, latent capacities that you have, those talents that are there, Mm -hmm. they can actually show themselves, but they need the right conditions to do so. Back to the equation, response. Yeah. Conditions can then in turn be considered response. What conditions will you create to respond to this event for the optimal outcome? Mm, Exactly. Love Mm -hmm. it. Love it. Mm -hmm. Because, again, just to go back on a probably negative outcome of this equation, event, 25th rejection, response, you know, oh, this isn't going to work for us. The outcome is they never see any of that happen. Mm -hmm. You know, he might be, uh, you know, working at a purse factory or something. (laughs) I just said that because your purse is over there. (laughs) But, you know, and not that that would Thank be a bad life, who, you know, Thank you for those who made the purse. Cause yeah. <laughs> I love my purse. <laughs> so it's my everyday. But purse. this is not what he intended to do exactly. and the impact that he's had on the world. So the purse would not be chicken soup for the soul. Yeah. You could put some chicken soup in the purse. Mm, yeah. How about the book? In a can. OK. All right. Let's just yeah, <laughs> keep it dry. So another thing <laughs> that he said is that people tend to fight for their limitations. We want them. We tend to fight for our limitations. So, you know, when we have uh, something that is seen culturally and especially individually as a limitation, we tend to really hold on and embrace this. And I've seen this clinically as well over the years. And, you know, when somebody has a particular health issue or a learning challenge, you know, like uh, dyslexia, Mm -hmm. it makes it extremely difficult, especially the way that our school system is set up now. Mm -hmm. uh, Learning for a lot of kids and they struggle and they're led to believe that there's something wrong with them, especially now there's different uh, approaches and there's different monitoring, but especially, you know, a couple of decades ago, it's like, Oh, you're just not, you're not going to make it. You know, you'll never amount to anything. Yeah. And not understanding that their brains are just thinking differently. And many times 
dyslexic children are some of the most genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's story people who've, but then will buy into it. Yeah. Because just think of the millions of people who bought into it and, and really, oh, I'm dyslexic, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I have, um, you know, it's in my family, you know, no diabetes, it's just, you know, and so we'll just buy into it and give that excuse. This, that's why I'm ordering this pizza. Right. What do you think? <laughs> you know, there's nothing I can do about it. And yeah. it's my diabetes and mm-hmm. they own it. Mm-hmm. It's a difference between taking responsibility and owning oh, something yeah. and defining yourself as that thing. You know, Jeez. I am a diabetic. Mm-hmm. No, you have the diabetic condition. What are you going to do to improve your life? Right. All right. So we tend to fight and again, fight mm-hmm. for our limitations. And then you look at great people who have this um, dyslexic diagnosis, Sir Richard Branson, okay? The billionaire, Sir Richard Branson, Steven Spielberg, and the great Muhammad Ali, you know? All champions, all overcame tremendous obstacles to be a part of our reality, Mm -hmm. you know? The history books, a part of our lives. Part of our influence. But they could have fought for their limitations just as easily as the next person. Don't do that. All right. Mm-hmm. You are a superhero. And this is part of developing that superhero brain. So it's important to take responsibility, but then to take responsibility for what you can do about it. And what if it was a gift? What if they were given the gift of dyslexia? You know, what if you were given the gift of a degenerative spinal condition as I was? It was. I wouldn't be here today with you guys. Not in this way. And I was fighting for my limitation. I had all the excuses in the book. Mm-hmm. All of them. It wasn't until I took responsibility for my decisions and how can I make this better? What can I do to become a better person? Because that was underlying all of it. And it led to some amazing revelations and transforming my life. So one last thing that he mentioned was that we tend to look at the problem the same way all of the time. <laughs> look at the problem differently. All right, look at the problem differently. And here's a couple of examples that, uh, that I'm going to share with you guys from my own experience on how you can look at a problem differently. And this is going back to that Einstein quote, is that you can't solve a problem from the same level of thinking that created the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how can you look at the problem differently? You can do something that I call a location shift. All right, you can actually zoom out, look at the problem, zoom out and look at it from a meta perspective, from a higher perspective, and look at how big it really is in a different perspective, okay? So if you see your problem that you're struggling with right now, Mm -hmm. and then you just zoom out from the perspective of looking at your city, it's like, how big is your problem now with all these millions of people around? It starts to lose its severity, Mm -hmm. you know, and you zoom out to look at the entire planet from outer space. How big is your problem? It doesn't really exist. And that's not to take away from the fact that you are dealing with something. something, It's just perspective because we're so, when we're so in it, it's, it becomes our entire world and mm-hmm. universe when there's so much more and you're part of that bigger thing, yeah. not that problem. So zoom out. So that's using a location shift. And also you can zoom in and change your perspective, look at it differently by looking at the minute details that you might have missed. Okay. So changing perspective, zooming out and zooming in. That's great. Another way to look at your problem differently is to use a time shift. So what that looks like is so I have this problem. We'll just use an example. What's a problem that people commonly have? <laughs> they are tired. Okay. Or agitated. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. use the let's use the tired. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm experiencing this problem. I have this chronic fatigue, 
and I'm tired all the time and my work is struggling, my relationships are struggling because of it. What can I do about it? It's just so hard. There's nothing I can do. And we're looking at this problem the same way. Nothing's changing. Right. But you know that there's hope. There's this, because it's driving you to even get up in the morning, that things are going to get better. We'll just say in 10 years, it is radically better. Right. You are... Like your whole reality is different and you can't believe that I was so low energy back then. Yeah. So with a time shift, you look at your life now from that person in 10 years, how would they handle it? Mm -hmm. You know, what would the 10 year older version of myself do in this situation? The more evolved and wise and experienced version of myself. Yeah. All right. So use a time shift. And also you can zoom in and out as well with the time shift and look at the problem from a timeline. Okay, so you see this, you see the problem right now, you zoom out and look at the timeline. Mm -hmm. The things that led up to it, you could see back in the past. Sure. And the things that, the the solution here in the future, then just trace steps back. Like, what are the steps that got to the solution? Right, right. Okay, so these are just some. I like that. These are just some things that change perspective. What I like about that also is by having a timeline, you can also see how you've overcome things before. Yeah. Or how you face challenges before. Because. If you've lived a little, <laughs> my grandmother would say, keep living. <laughs> if yes. there was something that I didn't have the answers to, uh, you definitely can get some perspective by seeing how far you've already come. Yeah. And you've talked about that many times by taking a look at, uh, at what you've accomplished. Isn't it amazing how our brains can do that? Yeah. But are we accessing that? We're tending to look at the problem the same way. Just change the way mm-hmm. you're looking at the problem. Well, yeah. With a superhero brain, I most certainly will. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> One final way that you can do this to look at the problem differently is to use something I call use a character shift. Hmm. All right. So instead of you being your character, you ask the question. What, what would Sean do? What would blank <laughs> do? Whoever the person Shawn is. Sean Stevenson. What would blank do in this situation? You know, you're faced with a challenge, you're faced with an obstacle, you're faced with a decision. What would fill in the blank do in this situation? And this could be a great leader in in the field, Mm -hmm. in your field, someone you admire, uh, someone you aspire to live like. What would they do in this situation? What kind of decision would Napoleon Hill make? You mentioned earlier. Or if you're really into politics that come out of nowhere, what would Trump say? Or what would Trump do in this situation? What would he say, Sean? This problem is small potatoes. (laughs) It's going to be huge. We're going to make a big difference. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) So you could tap into that. Whoever it is that you're idolizing. You know, we mentioned earlier Muhammad Ali. You know, what would he do in Mm -hmm. this adverse situation? Would he give up? Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan, if you're into sports and basketball, Peyton Manning, uh, Oprah. What would Oprah do? Oprah do. Her life is a great story for all of us to really learn from. Tremendous adversity. Yeah. And by the way, she cited Quincy Jones as being the person who, quote, discovered her. See. You know, and... uh, Absolutely amazing story, mm-hmm. you know, circle. but what would she do in this situation if you can character shift and see the problem from a different character perspective or, um, you know, if you're wanting to get into movies or comedy or something, you know, what would Adam Sandler do in this situation? <laughs> okay, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to be huge. <laughs> and even in a maybe a spiritual context, mm-hmm. if you're dealing with a, a spiritual struggle, yeah. you know, feeling cut adrift, feeling like you don't know what your purpose is, feeling there's. Uh, some disconnection, mm-hmm. feeling that there's a maybe a big challenge in your life and you need guidance. Yeah. And you ask, you know, what would uh, fill in the blank do for you mm-hmm. with that, whatever your spiritual 
alliances, your spiritual practice, whether it's Deepak Chopra or Eckhart Tolle or, you know, any Mm -hmm. of these great spiritual teachers, you know, to just ask that question and to see through their eyes, seeing your problem. Yeah. You know, and this is all just a piece of the value and the information that was shared at the event. And I'm honored and humbled that I got to be a part of it. Amazing. And to really support having superhero brains because we need you. We need you to be at your best and the world needs you overall. So this is time to take action. And the key is to take action and get yourself around empowering information like this on a regular basis. That's right. Again, that's what's so important. And luckily, fortunately, I just got an email last night that they're going to make the entire event available for replay. And so you can go to superherobrain.com forward slash model health and you can get access to the replay. So that's superherobrain.com forward slash M-O-D-E-L-H-E-A-L-T-H. All one word put together. All right. So superherobrain.com forward slash model health. And you can get access to all of the speakers. So cool. All right. So definitely take advantage of that because it's a really game changing experience. And I just want to give a gentle reminder that there's genius within you. There's genius within all of us. And activating your superhero brain is going to be a big key to you activating your genius. And there's a great quote from Arthur Schopenhauer that says, talent hits a target no one else can hit. Genius hits a target that no one else can see. And I just want to leave you guys with that. All right. So take action. Go to superherobrain.com forward slash model health to access the replay of the event. And stay tuned because we've got some amazing shows lined up for you guys. I'm so excited to be able to share what's coming up. These amazing guests, amazing show topics. So stay tuned. Much, much more to come. Have an amazing day. And I'll talk with you soon. And make sure for more after the show, you head over to theshawstevensonmodel.com. That's where you can find the show notes. And if you've got any questions or comments, make sure to let me know. And please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and let everybody know that our show is awesome and you're loving it. And I read all the comments, so please leave me a comment there. And take care, everybody. promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help transform your life. Take care. 